Yo, what's up, people? I'm your host, Jay Will, and I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. This is episode 201. Why would anybody want to be famous? That's right. I'm going to give you five pros and five cons to fame. Like, you know, why would somebody want to be famous? We're going to answer that. We're going to try to look at it as objectively as possible. Although, you know, I'm going to strongly make my case and my point um, and give my perspective about fame. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Maybe even some alternatives to fame. And uh, what else we got? I'm going to tell you all where I've been at. It's been three weeks since we did a podcast. I've been doing a lot of traveling um, over the last 13 weeks. It's been pretty crazy. I think I had six weeks in a row um, of traveling. So we're going to talk about that a little bit before we jump into all of this talk and idea around fame. I did um, also do a, a social media poll on artificial intelligence that I might look at that I did on Facebook. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about AI uh, before we get out of here. And uh, what else we got? You know, we got the intro. Let's do that, people. Stop saying what you gonna do till you do what you said. When you opened that Bible, you knew what you read. You felt it deep in your soul. The promise did not expire. Be inspired. I can see beyond the tears you cry. And the pain you feel. I saw every hill you had to climb. Just to make it here. When you say you ain't afraid to die. Is it Yo, we are back. This is episode 201. Why would anybody want to be famous? Where I'm going to give you five pros and five cons to fame. Had a, a Facebook post that I made today. Um, and I told people how I feel. Look, you got to understand my, this whole idea and this thought with fame with me uh, goes back quite a bit. I think in 2017-ish, I did a song called Run From Fame. We actually got a video for that. So uh, just search on YouTube, J. Will Music, Run From Fame, and you can uh, check out the song. But yeah, the whole idea of the song was like fame is something that we should actually be running from. And I want to explore the ideas of why people want to be famous in all fairness. You know what I'm saying? Because there are some legitimate reasons as to why people chase fame. Like I actually understand the thinking behind it. But to me, fame is a monster that we really should be running from. So I'm going to make my case on that while at the same time trying to be fair and share some of the reasons why people actually do want to be famous. But before we get into that, look, let me tell y'all where I've been. It's been three weeks since we did a show. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully y'all happy to see me and hear me. And if not, um, why are you? No, I'm joking. I'm happy to see and hear you, even though I can't see or hear you. Look, man, it's been a busy uh, few months. I've been traveling six weeks straight. Uh, I think it was seven out of the last nine weeks. Nine out of the last 13 weeks dating back to, I think that's February, uh, seven business trips, two personal trips slash vacations um, in the midst of that and some more trips coming up. But I got like two to three weeks off before. I think I got four weeks off, actually, uh, before I have to go somewhere again, unless something comes up. So first things first, let me say this. Um, I miss y'all. You know what I'm saying? I miss y'all. I miss doing the podcast. Uh, but I'm not going to lie. Like when... You're busy doing business, and then it's important to get some vacations in there. It's just, it was kind of hard to find the time, you know what I'm saying? And I had to prioritize based on the business that I had going on um, and getting out into some meetings with some clients and uh, really trying to impact the business that I'm running. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you know, um, I work in corporate America. Um, I manage a very large account, you know, about a $100 million portfolio that I'm managing. And there's a lot of, you know, layers to managing that. A lot of um, stress that comes with that every day. Um, every day is not a great day. There's a lot of ups and downs. Um, but I challenged myself this year. Like, I mean, we grew the business last year, but my goal this year is far to far exceed the plan um, that the organization has and like to give my best. So with that, I knew that I was going to have a good 13 weeks where I had to just kind of be like, you know, a soldier and do some traveling. And let me tell you this about business travel. I'll probably do a a video about business travel, so I'm not going to go deeply into it. But um, look, I always tell people they should get into business and sales in particular because there are a lot of perks that come with sales. And maybe this is a good way. Maybe I will talk about this right now because of this whole idea of chasing fame. I think one of the first aspects of fame is that a lot of people chase fame, especially people from poverty or inner city, 
because if we want to be real, a lot of times those are the only opportunities that we see before us. So we see rappers, we see athletes. And a lot of people you have heard say this, like their first kind of aspiration to want things was looking at the, the neighborhood dope man. You know what I'm saying? Because that was the person that had the cars and, and the watches and the clothes. And I've experienced that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like in my neighborhood growing up in Detroit, like I knew who the dudes were that were the dope men. They had like all the new cars when they first come out. Like the first Ford excursion I ever saw ever was, you know what I'm saying? Was a local drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, allegedly. We ain't, we ain't incriminating nobody on this podcast. But my point is like a lot of times people want fame because of what they was printed, presented before them. And I think there's not enough people who are looking at business as a way out of the hood as a way to provide for your family. And I'm not just talking about entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is very trendy, you know what I'm saying? As it should be, amazing, dope. But I think not enough people um, from inner cities and stuff are looking at, you know, um, corporate businesses and becoming salespeople as a way to get out, as a way to get perks. You know what I'm saying? A lot of perks come with that. And business travel is one of those things that you can kind of consider a perk and kind of consider work. And I only say it's a perk because, you know, you're traveling on business. Um, typically, tip, I, I can talk. I couldn't even get it out, fam. I can talk, people. Typically, when you're traveling on business, um, those expenses are going to be paid. You know what I'm saying? I know for me, like a lot of times when I've done business travel across the country, that might have been my first time in a city or state. And that was on the business when I can go and explore a city maybe that night after work after meetings, whatever it is. But I've had a lot of nights like that where it's like, yo, oh, I went to this city for work and then I go back to that city later. So um, there is a lot of pathways to success. But I do want to talk more about business travel in another video. So we'll put that to the side right now. But that's what I've been doing. And then I had to sneak in some vacations. You know what I'm saying? We had a good time uh, where I go. Went to Orlando a couple weeks ago. Universal Studios, that's one of my favorite places. And then we went to the Bahamas. That was back in February. That was like one of our first trips this year. Uh, hit the Bahamas for my birthday. That was amazing. Always love to get in that Caribbean sea. You know what I'm saying? It's just it just feel different. Life is different when you out there. And um, what else? Uh, oh, last week was crazy because I went to Atlanta last week. And let me tell you something, man. It was a dog on a plane. Now don't look, look, work with me. I know it's always dogs on the plane. You feel me? But this was like a police dog on the plane. You feel what I'm saying? And and I wasn't sure if the, the owner was the police or not. And that's what was throwing me off. My man had a muzzle on, had the vest on that say, do not pet. I'm like, look, bro, if you going to have a police dog and the dog ain't undercover, you can't be undercover because he ain't had no bag. He had on a T-shirt and a hat. And I'm like, is this man the police or have y'all let him sneak a canine, you know, unit dog in here? Yes or no? My problem was two things. It was the muzzle. I got to be real. The muzzle threw me off. I see service dogs on the plane all the time, small dogs, whatever, whatever. They ain't never got no muzzle. Make me feel like, oh, the dog must not bite. The fact that homie had the muzzle on was making me feel weird. Like, and the thing was, he was in the hallway. You know what I'm saying? So when you had to go to the restroom or when the, um, the flight attendants was walking through or whatever, that dog was just looking at you. I'm like, bruh, is this dog going to eat through this muzzle and bite my leg off. That's what it felt like. Felt like the dog was going to bite my leg off. But nevertheless, we survived. So uh, we survived dogs on the plane. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't my favorite dog to be having on the plane. I just feel like the vest that say do not pet and you're going to sit homie in the aisleway. What if I make a mistake and pet him? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if my what like what if I trip? Like, what if anything happened and I make a mistake and pet this dog? You know what I'm saying? That's sitting in the aisleway on the plane. How you going to promise me, you know what I'm saying, that this dog ain't going to chew through this muzzle and bite my leg off? So that was the dog on the plane. We did a lot of travel, a lot of fun, a lot of business, a lot of long nights, a lot of good hotels, a couple bad ones. Like, that's just what it's all about. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, I'm happy to be back on the podcast. And today, we're going to answer a simple question or at least give a perspective on the question of why would anybody want to be famous? So let's get into it. I'm going to give you five pros. And I'm going to give you five cons. Now, we're going to start with the pros, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to start with the good news and I want to be nice and I want to make you feel like 
you know, this fame thing maybe has some upside to it. And maybe you should want to be famous. Maybe this is something, you know, um, that that is a, appealing to you. A lot of people want to be famous. Right. So here's the first reason that somebody would want to be famous. Leveraging business opportunities. You know, you see it all the time with social media. Someone becomes an influencer. You know, you were following them because they was an influencer, uh, travel bloggers or something like that. The next thing you know, you're looking up and it's a Royal Caribbean cruise commercial or Carnival cruise. And this couple that was once bloggers is now in the commercial and life must be good. You know what I'm saying? You see it all the time, obviously, with athletes where they're able to leverage their fame and get endorsement deals to sell you shoes, clothes, you know, fast food, whatever it may be. So one of the reasons that people might want to be famous is that that is one of the pathways to have legitimate business opportunities. I rock with that. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think it's anything wrong with leveraging, um, you know, your influence or whatever it may be for partnerships. We're not going to dive deep into that because I do think you got to be careful about the type of partnerships. And sometimes that's not what, like, we don't deal with that part where it's like not every partnership is a good partnership. You know what I'm saying? Not every TV deal that you get is a good TV deal. And one of the things where fame is kind of a struggle for people is that once you chase that fame like that, it's hard to turn things down because that was your whole goal. That was your whole perspective or perception of success was like, yo, this fame is going to equal these business opportunities. So when those business opportunities come, sometimes people can't turn it down. You feel what I'm saying? And so what's another pro? We're going to start with the pros. Another reason why people would want to be famous is to be the best. Now, what I mean by that is sometimes fame is the default of becoming the best. So if you think about Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady, I don't know Tom Brady. I don't know if he ever wanted to be famous or not. He was a six-round draft pick. His goal might have just been, I just want to make it to the NFL, right? But I want to be the best. So maybe his drive towards being the best, you know, there was no way that he was going to be the best quarterback in the NFL and not be famous. Like, there are some jobs, occupations, what industries, whatever it may be, if you become the best, like if your goal is to be a news anchorman and you become the top news anchor person in the country, like it's close to impossible not to be famous in that job. So that's a reason that people might want to be famous is maybe it's not the fame that's driving them. Maybe, maybe, maybe they just want to be the best. You see what I'm saying? You see how I'm I like, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, uh, I ain't going to say a lot of people. There are people I've gotten messages in the past before my position on fame does bother some people. It does make some people upset and angry. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to do y'all a favor right now. I'm trying to start with the good stuff. Start with the icing. Start with the icing. And then you're going to realize there's unsweetened cornbread under this ice. I'm joking. I'm joking, people. So that's the number two reason why some why people may want to be famous. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to number three. We got five of these. Number three, what I got? Oh, special treatment, baby. You know how it is when you're famous and you get special treatment. One of the craziest things in the world to me is that if a broke, hungry, homeless person go to a restaurant and they stink and don't dress well or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, they might get kicked out. They definitely not getting the best service. But if a rich, wealthy, famous person that doesn't need a handout at all comes in there, people might be offering there, here you are. Uh, Mr. Jordan, take this here, Mr. James, here, you can have this. And it's like, wow, isn't that interesting? Like rich or famous people get perks and special treatment just for being rich and famous. We treat them like they're not even human beings. They get away a lot of times with way more trouble than normal people do. You feel what I'm saying? Because they famous. So for some people, they want to be famous for that special treatment. Or maybe you want to be an artist and you want to be on stage singing your song and then look at somebody and it'd be like, I love you too. I love you. Like it's, it's hilarious to me. First of all, R&B artists do stuff like that. Like tell the person they love them. The crazy thing is they don't know you, but you actually love them. Like it's, 
celebrity and fame presents a lot of weird dynamics to me, but some people want that special treatment. You know, let's be real. Some people just like attention, right? They're like, when you really think about what fame is, fame is like the ultimate attention seeking. Like, yo, I need or want attention. Like my life is built around attention. I went to the Met Gala. Look what I have on. I went to the Lakers game. Look at my outfit. Look at me. Fame, a lot of times, is a look at me contest. You know what I'm saying? Who can get on the cover of GQ? Who can get on the cover of this magazine? Look at me. Who can get this interview on this TV channel? Look at me. A lot of times, like, fame is just really about attention. But let's keep it moving. Number four. Oh, this is the one right here. Fame. A lot of people want to be famous because they want to be rich. <laughs> like, let's just call it what it is. I know we started off and we talked about uh, the idea of leveraging business opportunities and partnerships. That's different. That's incremental money that usually you get secondarily to being famous. But the real is a lot of people want to be famous because they equate fame with riches. Like we, the lifestyles of the rich and famous. A lot of times that's how we view life. We view like, yo, the most known person got the most money. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it goes. Special treatment, what we say, business opportunities, the desire to be the best, and to be rich. Now, what's the last reason that I'm going to give positively about fame? Why would somebody, why would anybody want to be famous? Ooh, to be recognized and to have fans. So it's one thing to get special treatment, right? That's like the reward that comes from being recognized. But if we're being real, some people just want people to worship them. Like people want you to be like, oh my God. Like, and I think like if I'm being real, it might be some relation to self-worth. Look, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not here to make a diagnosis. I'm not a psychologist. But I am here to just tell you what I've observed in life on some real. And it's like some people just are people pleasers, if you will. And I think sometimes people look at fame as validation when you're a people pleaser. Like, yo, the more people that like that agree with me, because to be a fan of somebody is really to be in agreement with them. Like whether even if you're a fan of a particular thing, like, yo, I'm a fan of Serena Williams as she plays tennis. I'm in agreement with the way she plays tennis. She the best. Maybe I'm not a fan of the way she dress or anything else about her you know what i'm saying as an example but at the end of the day if you're a fan of something you're in agreement with them think about fans of politicians you have people who are fans of the obamas like these people love them people who are fans of the trump trump not even the trumps just trump they love him and when you allow yourself to become a fan of somebody then you're really in agreement and i think one of the weird things about fame is that we treat fame like this totality of a person. Like there's no way for me to actually know Denzel Washington just from watching him in movies. Like he may be the dopest actor ever. He may, I do think he's one of the best actors ever. And, but at the end of the day, that don't mean he a good father. And I think sometimes we like, it's, you know, we make it about like, we take this one thing and we uh, allow ourselves to become too much of a fan of somebody as if they could do no wrong. And then you will have, think about this, you will have people who know each other arguing with each other about people they don't know about to lose their mind. You know what I'm saying? And that's a weird thing. It's kind of like the LeBron MJ debate. I'm a LeBron fan. So I'll get in arguments with Michael Jordan fans. And then sometimes I'm stepping back and I'm like, wait, wait a minute, Brian don't know me. NJ definitely don't know you. You know what I'm saying? I'm only saying that because I think it's a greater chance that I might know Michael uh, LeBron James than the Michael Jordan people that I'm arguing with might know Mike. First of all, Mike stand to himself. Mike don't want nothing to do with y'all. He ain't on social media or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And at the very least, my last name is James. So I do actually believe LeBron is my cousin. He is from Ohio. I'm from Michigan. We kind of right in the same little pocket right there. I'm sure his family is from down south. Like my James, James family is from uh, down south in the Alabamas, I believe. So, you know what I'm saying? The Alabamas. Like, I said it like it was the Carolinas. The Alabamas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What up, Malloy? Too pragmatic for this world. Hey, listen, bro. That might really be the case, bro. 
All right, so let's jump into, we talked about, you know, why would anybody want to be famous? Now, I posted something on Facebook, uh, I think it was today, actually, and I said that I don't trust anyone who wants to be famous. Now, that's something I've been saying for years. It's something that I genuinely believe, and now let me explain to you why. It is because when I look at people who have the desire to be, you know, have, you know, have this special treatment, um, attention. Like, again, yeah, maybe it's the money, but the money, like the, the good things about fame don't require fame to get them. Like, if, so if your desire is to be rich, wealthy, whatever it is, you don't actually need to be famous to be wealthy. You like genuinely don't. Now, again, I do think like the one example is like the athlete. If you want to be the best basketball player ever, by default, you're probably going to get become famous. But I struggle to trust people who want fame because I believe that fame puts you at in a position to compromise. Hey, Miss Bridget, how you doing? Good to see you on here. Matt, my brother, what up, bro? But I feel like fame puts you in a position to compromise. Here, here's what I mean. You know, because so if if you desire, if if I if you're an artist, a Christian artist, let's use that. I'm using something. Uh, because I've been a Christian artist before. And so to some small extent, I've been around some Christian artists. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I was a major artist or something like that. But I knew some people who are out there and who are more major. I've been in studio sessions or done songs with people or been around people in personal settings. And I'm going to tell you some of the things that I know about being like specifically a Christian artist. A Christian artist who is desiring fame, I believe, not intentionally, maybe even not knowingly are putting themselves in a position to compromise the gospel before they even start. Why? Because the idea of being an artist is about industry. It is about the art. That means it is about your image. It's about how you dress, marketing, getting fans, luring fans in to like you in order to listen to your music. Like this is an industry that is really conducive to a lifestyle that is not like God, if we just want to be real. Like the artists who sell the most records, people worship them the most. Beyonce, uh, Michael Jackson, Prince, Whitney Houston. You know what I'm saying? Like these type of artists, like people worship their art. And the crazy thing about it, as we start transitioning to the reasons, the cons of fame or why I wouldn't want to be famous personally, and why I don't think we should be out here actively chasing fame is because when you think about it, it's almost like people are raping you of your gift. They like you. Whitney Houston passed away, God rest her soul, you know, being on drugs and stuff. And as long as she's singing, people was happy. You know, I remember at one point her and Bobby Brown had a whole reality show and stuff. And they was, I didn't, I don't watch reality shows. I just, I vaguely remember either seeing some commercials or some clips, but it's like, you know, we knew people were on drugs. Do you really care? Or do you just care about raping that person of their gift? You know what I'm saying? And taking that gift away from them as long as they singing and dancing for you, like, a, like they in a circus, you know, you don't really care about the person that they are as long as they're giving you your fix. As long as you can go to their concert and do whatever. And I don't want to get the name in a lot of names, but start thinking about artists, start thinking about famous people and the struggles they had. But as we, make my point about uh, Christian artists in particular, it's very hard to main, maintain a guy. I'm not talking about your lifestyle. I'm not saying you living in sin. I'm saying it's tough to maintain a godly perspective, not saying impossible. I'm just talking about people who want to be famous, who are seeking and chasing fame. I think it's a little counterproductive, but let me get into some specifics. Why? First of all, let's just keep it super practical. Lack of privacy. Now, I don't know why in the world we have devalued privacy in this world as if privacy is not a hugely important factor in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we treat privacy now, I think, because of social media and the Internet, like it's not like it's nothing. And so think about this. You know, there are people all the time we walk around with these phones and one of the things people do is you see somebody that's dressed funny. Maybe they got plumbers uh, cracked or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, like whatever it is, you don't like their shoes. How many times do you scroll through your timeline 
and you see a picture of somebody or a video of somebody that did not know they were being recorded or taking a picture of. One thing that I never do is take pictures of people in public who don't know I'm taking pictures of them. Why? Especially if it's done in a derogatory, uh, from a derogatory standpoint, like, oh, something is funny about them or they looking crazy. It's because, yo, how you going to publicly do that to somebody? That's like you're invading their privacy. But the thing is, when you become famous, privacy becomes more valuable than it is to normal people. Because normal people want to be known and famous people want to be anonymous. Like I heard, uh, I was listening to Paul George, a basketball player in the NBA, talk on a podcast today. And he was talking about it. He was saying like, look, man, like I'm not a person that like a whole lot of attention. So when fans come running up on me, it's uncomfortable. It's weird. Like I really just want to chill and be low key and, and do whatever. I don't want all this extra energy from strangers all the time. But what some of us think is we think we want to be known because we think being known equals happiness. We think fame equal happiness. That's a lot of the problem. It's like you think that the more people know you, then it's going to fill some void in your life where the reality of it is, is sometimes I've heard a lot of famous people say they just want peace when they go out. Last week when I was in Atlanta, I was uh, Kurt Russell, Mr. Nobody from Fast and Furious. I know him from Big Trouble in Little China is a movie I watch. Um, I think it was back in the 90s. But my point is, Kurt Russell was just walking around in this market in Atlanta. And I could tell, like, I'm not the kind of person that I don't really bother celebrities or famous people. I know he's not like some A-list celebrity right now, uh, but he's a well-known person. He's been in a lot of movies. Um, like, I could just tell he didn't want to be bothered and nobody was bothering him, right? But when you become famous, what happens is you can't go to a restaurant with your wife or your kids. And so that lack of privacy becomes your family has to share you with the world. Now, I know we think we think money, it, it just satisfies everything. Oh, you got money, though. Like, yeah, but money does not solve every problem in your life because your kids may just want to know you as daddy right now. Your kids may just want to know you as mommy right now. But when you go in public, you can't go nowhere because it's like, oh, man, somebody going to recognize me. and It's going to be a whole thing or. When I go to the mall, I got to shut them all down. And maybe that sounds cool when you rapping it in a song. But most of us want to go to the mall and actually just be shopping in public like a regular person. So uh, fame causes you to lose that privacy uh, as one of those things. Uh, the second kind of fame, as we uh, explore this idea of why would anybody want to be famous, um, is this identity and relevancy. You know, when you become famous, your entire identity becomes wrapped up in the fact of whether or not you are relevant and then you got to do things to remain relevant you know how they say like you know no news is bad news or whatever so even when some controversial story comes out about a celebrity sometimes they look at it as a good thing because why because people are talking about them outlets are tweeting about them or whatever it may be and that attention is something that you could typically transfer into dollars and opportunities so a lot of times you know, I've heard famous people really be happy as long as they're relevant. But think about that when your identity, when being you just ain't enough. And when I talk about why would anybody want to be famous, these are the things we're chasing. When, like I said earlier, in order to get the positive things of fame, it doesn't require fame. It just doesn't. Maybe in some regards, but to make money doesn't require fame. To be the best doesn't always require uh, the absolute fame, like there are ways to be successful without being famous. And that's part of the point that I'm making here is that we should not just be automatically chasing fame as if it's going to solve life's problems because fame comes with a lot of issues that we see every day. They write in our face. We read the stories. We watch the news. We watch the podcast and listen to people. But I don't know if we actually hear them when they talk about their problems. When your idea, when your identity is wrapped up in being relevant, you can lose who you are. I could tell you like this. How many celebrities have you seen come in looking one way and then they got to get this plastic surgery done? They got to get this done to themselves. They got to start dressing like this or acting like that. And so many people like they like they're unrecognizable because they've been chasing this drug of fame, trying to be relevant to a bunch of people who don't even care about them. That's a tough way to live. 
especially when you were fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God, especially when there is hope in Christ to fill the void where you, you can have peace and contentment in who you are and who he made you. Doesn't that sound like something that should be chased over fame? Doesn't it sound like a better idea to chase contentment and true happiness and peace with yourself as you are than to try or have to become some version of yourself to please the masses of people in the world where you end up having, you know, more people that know you, but less deeply. And so that's ultimately the number one issue I have with fame is that it's so surface level. It requires all of these um, behaviors in order to get, get something out of the situation that really another kind of fame is fake fans and fake friends. I can talk and fake family where you have all these people around you in this world around you and you don't know what's reality and what's just for the cameras or what's just for the opportunities or the business that you can bring. Once you become a business, then you get treated like a business and you now have struggles being treated like a person. See, a lot of people always talk about the you know positive side of branding and all of that stuff, but it's like, yo, once you become a brand, you lose your humanity because you are the brand now. You feel me, Mia? What up, sister? It's like a drug. And so then now, once you become addicted to the validation of people or addicted to being relevant, now you have to constantly do things simply so that people can like you. Man, when I tell you that seems like a horrible way to live for me. I'm saying even if I made a mistake and became famous, I'm grieving over the idea that my life would become, you know, a lack of privacy and um, attract more fake people. And then one of the other cons, you know, let's go to number four. I think this number four is, you know, you have, you know, stalkers and safety issues. You know, famous people can't really just walk around normal. You got to walk around with security. So now you're in a situation where there's all like you talk about the lack of privacy. Now you always have to have somebody watching you. Right. You always have to have someone there to protect you. And because now you're a target. Now there's all these crazy people in the world. I mean, people crazy regardless. You know what I'm saying? But you got all these people out here in the world who now are watching you and you don't know how many stands are out there, how many weird, crazy people that's watching your every move. So at the end of the day, that's something else that's like, I'm going to just pause right there and ask the question, why would anybody want to be famous? I think so many people want to be famous because we literally only stop to think about the good things of fame. Now, again, I'm not here to judge you if you still want to be famous. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just making my case and at least laying out something to make you think about the other dynamics and the other side of it. Fame comes with a lot of scrutiny, right? And scrutiny is not really a reason to not want to do something for me personally, but it is something to be aware of that once you no longer have privacy and you're a public figure, people are going to talk about you in a way that most of us as human beings are not used to or maybe not even comfortable with people doing, because once you become famous, you get treated in a way as if you're not a human being. You are just something that people can take advantage of, use up, you know, for their own entertainment and satisfaction. And they don't really care about the human, the human in you. It's all about, you know, what you bring to the table. And I'm gonna give you an example. Like you see artists, you see people like Kanye West, right? I did a whole podcast about uh, Kanye West, I think it was in 2021, two years ago, and it was called I'm Not Mad at Kanye. I advise you to go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify where our audio podcasts are. That one is before the YouTube days. And check out this episode, I'm Not Mad at Kanye. We did a whole episode because around this time when Kanye was doing the Sunday, what is it, um, Sunday service stuff, I saw a lot of Christians, right? No offense, if it was you, it's all good, it's all love. But I saw a lot of Christians flock to that. And I remember asking people like, are you flocking to that because you're flocking to God or you're flocking to that because it is a celebrity and it's Kanye West. And I'm going to paraphrase that whole episode and my thinking during this time of the Sunday service, which was just not something that I rocked with personally. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't, it was, 
there were things to me that were odd about it, starting with the way people were dressing. Like, I'm just legit not like that just be feeling real cultish to me when people when a group of people got to come together and it's like they got you got to dress this certain way. We in the woods. It was a little weird to me, but no judgment. Like, again, there may have been some good that came out of it. I was cautious, cautious about it because of the fact that one of the things that I saw in the whole Sunday service thing is that it was always Kanye was in the center. And I'm not mad at Kanye. This is what y'all don't understand. Like, this is why I want you to listen to the episode. I, I don't use this show to bash people. I wasn't mad at Kanye. But what, the real disturbance to me was Christians, is that celebrity is so blinding and, and we covet celebrity so much. We want to be around a celebrity so much that even when they're not making the best decision for themselves, we take advantage of them. And again, you rate people for their talent. Like, you know, figuratively speaking, not literal. Like you're you're taking their talent from them and leaving them just with in the pieces of who they are. But what I saw was like, I remember I saw Kanye at this church and he had on sunglasses on the inside and he was doing a freestyle. And I remember thinking like, yo, like maybe he's really a Christian, but there becomes a process of assimilation into Christianity where someone needs to now teach you how to walk it out. You need to have mentors. Just like if I wanted to become a, a famous rapper in the hip hop industry, I'm going to go there and there are going to be mentors and people around me to tell me how to be a hip hop artist. Or how do you move in this circle? How do you move in this industry? If I come into a new industry, if you come into a business industry and you came to my job and I, you know you got hired in and we went to a conference together, there's going to be a dress code. There's going to be a way that we have to carry ourselves or some um, some etiquette that we have to have in the business world in order to do our jobs. And so my concern was that we allow Kanye to come into churches as Kanye, as Ye, not Kanye, actually. We allow him to come in as an artist and his fame was so lucrative and the potential of his fame was so lucrative to people that the potential partnerships and business opportunities and all those reasons why people want to be famous actually outweighed his soul. Remember, we care about the art of famous people. We care about what they can bring us, but but do we truly care about their souls? And if we care about their souls, maybe we would have pulled Kanye aside like, hey, I see you with the sunglasses on. I see you being yay in here. In here, we worship Christ. So let me, let me, let me mentor you, bro. Let me tell you how this go before we put you on a stage. Before we make the event about you, before you drop the album, before you do all these things that you have to do because you're famous in order to remain relevant, if it is truly about your soul, let us first guide you in that. And I know that I've heard there were people on that walk with him. I'm not here to criticize any of that, but I'm just here to tell you that when I see somebody with sunglasses on in the middle of a service, being the artist that attracts the, the 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 worship of fans that that re, that attracts like the worship of man like not of christ and when i when i saw that it just concerned me and i i don't think i don't want to say enough christians weren't concerned about his soul you know what i'm saying but i'm just saying that's what i was looking at during that situation was like yo do people really care about kanye or are we happy that a famous person is a is claiming Christianity for a quick minute enough to bring us some attention so that we could be there in a the limelight so we can have new opportunities and so that we can attach onto this person for their fame. And if, you know, if that wasn't the case, then it's like, well, how come people don't get pat get behind Christian rap? Like with like an actual person that was already a Christian, we don't get behind Christian rap the way we get behind you know, secular rappers who claim to be Christians. And these are all dynamics of fame that cause people to do weird things to be close to the person that's famous. And if you look at it from the perspective of the famous person, you, you are now one of the fake people around them because you're not really around them. If they lost it all, are you there? You know what I'm saying? If they if they didn't want to do music anymore and there was no business opportunities and no fame for you or they didn't want you to take a picture of them to put on social media to validate your own status and credibility, like, would you actually still be there? And I'm not saying that you wouldn't, but I'm telling you, like, 
before you chase fame, these are the things that we should be thinking about because fame is a monster. One of the things that I've watched fame do um, is it seems to ruin families. It seems to be a monster. Now, again, I watch, you know, you ever seen a movie like like Anaconda or something? You see a movie with a monster. It's three or four people that live at the end of the movie. Typically, typically three or four. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but that monster then killed a lot of people in that movie, fam. Like everybody didn't make it to the end of the movie. And as a matter of fact, most people don't make it to the end of the movie. The monster be getting people. So what's my point? Fame is that monster that kills most families, kills most uh, relationships. Like I've watched, literally watched famous people be going from married to boyfriend to married to girlfriend to married to boyfriend, girlfriend again. And it's like, yo, I'm like, answer me this question for the people like, like that want to be famous. How is it that the most beautiful, rich people that have all the money and all the business partnerships, they own commercials. Like why, why he can't keep a woman? Why she can't keep a man? Do we, I, I'm, I'm not saying it to criticize them. I'm, I'm legitimately, legitimately asking a question. If a, like, if, if we want fame so bad, right? Like you want to be famous. This is all you want. I want to be famous. Are you looking at the risks? Now, maybe, you, you know what I'm saying? Maybe. John King, what's up, fam? Are, are we looking at the risk of fame? Like, are, are we even looking at, can we handle it? Because let's be real, some of us, we all can handle different levels of different things. I'm gonna tell you right now, I love pastries and cakes and donuts. You put a lemon cake in front of me right now, I can't handle that. I am not gonna be able to do it. I gotta have a piece of that. You throw that lemon cake in front of me right now, gotta, 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 gotta. I gotta get a piece of that cake, fam. So what am I saying? Some of us, we struggle with these things internally already. So I'll give you an example. If you know you already struggle with uh, feeling validated and needing people to validate you, the last thing you need to be praying for is fame. Like just like just legitimately, because that's going to put you in the most heightened situation of needing validation that you can ever think of, fam. Like fame is going to be the highest form of validation. The highest form is people worshiping you. Like let's say you struggle with uh, arrogance, right? Or you struggle with pride. We want to make you famous. Now you want God to make you famous and you a person you can't handle having three Kit Kats. Like some people, I've seen people give $50 and lose their mind. Like, bro, you you lose your integrity with 50 bucks. Like you can't handle 50 million. You can't handle 50 million. No, 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 no. Ethan, what up? Ethan says we wouldn't even probably last. God knows. Right. MJ said it in the last day how hard it was to be him just for a day. That's a great point, Ethan. And we don't listen to celebrities a lot of times. Like, honestly, I really built this, my whole position and my feeling about fame by listening to famous people, to your point. MJ talked about how hard it is to be him just for a day, how he would just stay in the room because when he went out into the world, you got to always turn it on. You know, people, again, people expect you to be a certain way. You can't just be eating with your family. Y'all know good and well if you went to Chick-fil-A right now and sitting there and saw Michael Jordan, you'd be like, Michael Jordan! Michael Jordan! Now imagine Mike was having just the worst day ever and he was just on some chill stuff. And you in there, Michael Jordan! Michael Jordan! And the, look, I'm going to just be real with y'all. We all know we have days, right? Y'all know y'all got days when you acting funny. You don't even speak to your kids when you walk in the house, fam. And you think you're about to be able to be famous and be sitting out in the restaurant. Michael Jordan! Come on, man. Fame is challenging. Look, my whole position here is to give you the perspective that I don't think we should just be blindly chasing fame. Here, here's the last one I have. One of the last cons. Then I got, I'm going to talk about three myths of fame, and then we're going to get out of here. The last one is cancel culture. Why would you seek that in a world where people just want to cancel you? Now, as a believer, this is the other challenging thing, right? As a believer, you know already, if you super famous, it's some stuff you can't say about Christ. You just can't. I see it in movies all the time. They pray, but they don't say in Jesus' name. They just say amen. Like you got to be, we live in such a hypersensitive society 
why would I chase a lifestyle where my whole reality now depends on whether people decide to cancel me? Fame is weird, bro. I'm just being real. Even if you're famous, you probably agree with this. This is not to like cast stones as somebody who's famous or anything. This is to warn people about the desire to be famous and then give you some alternatives and maybe like, you know what I'm saying? Like debunk some myths about it. But cancel culture, that ain't nothing to seek. I, it don't seem like the people who famous even enjoy that. Like even famous people complain about that because they're living that lifestyle. And I think at the very least, if you're a person that still want to chase fame, I think at the very least, you should look at the risks of fame. And then look at the risk reward. What's the reward for, you know, what you're risking? And if that's something you still want to go after, cool. But we should count up the cost. We should know the enemy that we're up against, the monster that we're up against. You know what I'm saying? Like, before we go do anything, we should know the challenge and understand the challenge. So that's the perspective, right? All right, a couple myths. Let's debunk a couple myths, and then we're going to get up out of here. First one, the most fame means the most money. Nope. 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 The most fame does not mean the most money. And I think a lot of us are chasing fame because we don't have money. And the first thing I want to tell you is that there are a hundred thousand ways to make money. You don't have to be limited to fame to make money. I, I, I'll give you an example. Just think about most of the products in the world. Think about airplanes that fly in the sky or even like you know, we have these uh, computers and things and cameras, Sony cameras. Like, I don't know who the CEO of Sony is right now. I don't know who the lead engineer of Sony is right now. I don't know who the writer for the last Netflix movie is or whatever. Like, there are a bunch of ways to be in the industry, to grow, to be successful and not have to necessarily chase fame. I don't know who the top neck doctor in the U.S. is. I'm sure they got a lot of money. Like it, there's a, I don't even know who makes straws. You ever thought about who makes straws? Like who's the CEO of straws? Like who's that guy? You feel what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of people out here. All you got to do is go to any wealthy neighborhood, you know, go to a super affluent, wealthy neighborhood, drive around and look at the hundred houses, the size of a shopping mall and ask yourself, all right, I know maybe three of these people probably famous, but who are the other 97 people and what do they do? Because those are 97 ways that you can become rich without being famous. All right. Second myth I want to debunk about fame is that fame equals happiness. I think a lot of us are, you know, we want to be famous because we think we're going to fill these voids and we're going to get some happiness that we don't have now only to look at famous people who right before the public eye seem to be dealing with distress and uh, mental issues and all type of hurt and pain in their lives that the $100 million con contracts didn't seem to solve, the, the magazine covers didn't seem to solve. And unfortunately, we've seen so many celebrities take their own lives. You know what I'm saying? And so I just, I think we should be careful of like why we're chasing fame. Because if you're chasing fame for happiness, you may get the fame and never meet the happiness. And then you're going to realize that the fame isn't necessarily worth it. And unfortunately, I think that's what a lot of people realize. But you should never, you know what I'm saying, um, consider, you know, the end results of you not being worth it. Because at the end of the day, your life is always worth it. You're always worth it. You're, you know, if you find yourself seeing this and you were famous or something like this is not to discourage you or to tell you you're less than or something. But maybe you will agree that that didn't solve the issue and that you are even bigger than your fame. And that's why some people walk away and we think people are crazy like, oh, how could she walk away? How could he walk away from that record deal or that opportunity? Maybe his or her humanity became worth more than their fame at that moment in their life. And maybe that was the best decision they ever made. But because we're so blinded by fame and we think fame equals happiness and we think fame equals success, that we don't even know how to compartmentalize that someone can want the other things without the fame. All right, last, last one I got here. You don't have to be famous to be successful, which is similar to the idea that you don't have to be famous to be rich. But to be successful, 
there are many levels of success. Um, your purpose, you know, even if you have like one of those purpose that is like, yo, my purpose is to make music. And you're thinking like, well, the only way you can really make money in music is to, you know, be famous or to be the top musician. And I don't know, like, you know, who's the top music teacher in the world or like there, there are just all these other layers or who teaches kids how to do music or whatever, whatever. I just believe that there are levels to success. It's not always about wealth. It's not always about riches and fame. And I think we need to broaden our perspectives um, in life and even look at the Bible, like the fact that um, Jesus would perform miracles and tell people not to tell him who did it. Like, I don't see even in the Bible where Jesus was seeking fame. And so, look, if God called you to be famous and all this, like, that's another thing that's weird to me because I'm just being real. I don't think like there's this like call to be famous necessarily. It's like he might have called you to do something and then in turn you become famous. But like, you're not going to go save Hollywood. Like, I think there's this lie that we tell ourselves. And I've seen a lot of Christians do this. Um, actually in entertainment and in industries where they like almost like anoint themselves as like the savior of like, hey, me, Jay Will, I'm the Christian rapper. I'm super Christian rapper, man. I'm going to be the Christian rapper that goes and turns the stellar awards into a real Christian event. I'm going to go there. I'm blazing for Christ and everybody. And then what happens is that artist goes there and then has to adapt to the industry in order to survive in the industry. It's very hard to change something that you're dependent on to live. So it's like this idea that you are going to go there and you are the savior of the industry. Like, no, God is God. God has a way of using who he wants to use, putting people in position, all those things. And if he calls you to that, then you don't have to desire or seek the fame. He will call you to call you to it. He will put you in position to do the things he called you to do. But it becomes weird when you start coveting the fame, because I'm telling you, you put yourself in a position to now always be looking at life through the lens of what can I get out of something or right now we got to keep posting to beat the algorithm on social media. And like I, I, I can only do this podcast if, you know, I get to 100,000 followers or friends or whatever they call it now. And it's like, no, nah, bro, like purpose runs deeper than that. And it's like, if I'm connecting to one person, right. And, and I like with every episode, if I connect to one person and I do 500 episodes, I connect it to 500 people. If 500 people, if it changed their lives and then they go and connect to someone, then that is how we bring interest into the kingdom of heaven. At the end of the day, that's what this is about. Our lives, our purpose is about that. Now I'm a businessman. And I do um, think it's okay to make money. I think it's okay um, to grow in advance as long as you keep your integrity and your character while you're doing it. But I don't chase fame and I don't do this stuff by any means necessary. And I think so many of us have become slaves to success where it's not just that you want to be successful. It's not just that you want to go after your purpose. It's that you want to do it by any means necessary. That's what I mean by I don't trust people who want to be famous, who want to see their name in lights and want it to be all about them, because I actually see it as a character flaw uh, that any of us could be guilty of, including myself at times, of wanting to see your name in lights and wanting it to be about you and losing sight of the perspective of the reason why God gave you the gift that he gave you in the first place and is to draw people to him and his kingdom, not to make your name the biggest or make People faint when Jermaine walks into place and it's like, oh, my God, they're fainting over me. And then meanwhile, your wife don't like you. And that's like like our priorities get mixed up. We're like, you know, all the kids in the world love you, but your son don't you know, you don't know his favorite color. And so a lot of these things that we're chasing in life causes us to lose perspective. And that's why I asked the question, why would anyone want to be famous? I challenge you, look up, you know, quotes or um, things that famous people say about fame. I'm sure if you just Googled that, I never have. But if you just Google, what do famous people say about fame? Allow yourself to really understand the people that are living in the lifestyle. I'm going to tell you, man, uh, one thing I've learned in life is the, the people who think they're the biggest experts are the people who have never done or experienced anything. There are times that I'm talking to people about things that I've experienced and I'm trying to get them to cheat code or trying to like 
God damn and these people got more advice to, for me than I could ever have for them. I'm like, wow, well, you ain't you ain't never built a house. Like, but you got all the answers for building houses. Like, okay, I guess, you know, trying to help you is whatever. Well, it's like me. I ain't never been famous. If a famous person is talking to me about fame, it's like, hey, bro, you're not famous. Your podcast got, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, y'all uh, ain't that many, but it's, I mean, it's a lot, but it's a little. You know what I'm saying? Why y'all worried about how many listeners I got? Thank you to all the listeners through the years, man. We've had uh, some really good years by the grace of God. But like, let's just make it about YouTube where I'm not really, where my numbers ain't nothing yet. I, I've been doing YouTube less than a year. It's like, okay, I got like 545 subscribers. All right, bro, you ain't famous. What I'm going to tell you all about this stuff. No, I listen to people who've been there. I listen to people who talk about it. I read the Bible and I pull these perspectives together. But that don't mean I know everything. You know what I'm saying? This is a conversation for us to kick it and share. And hopefully uh, something that was said today inspires you. I hope that you share this episode with a friend, a family member, somebody who just want to think a little deeper about fame and uh, ask yourself the question, why would anybody want to be famous? And I really challenge you to look at it, to really look at what fame would do to your family. Look at what, what it would do with your life to your lifestyle. Can you remain married to the same person you with? You know, like a lot of times, you know, People, you know, brag about how faithful they are. It's like, like nobody wants you though. Like, you're not like <laughs> nobody wants you. Like, can you? All right, can you be a star though, bruh? And every girl in America wants you, and then you faithful. Okay, now you can brag. You feel what I'm saying? Now you can brag. Like, like you're not even cute, fam. Like, are you bragging about? <laughs> like, ma'am, you ain't even. Cute. But you know, if you if you make yourself over and you, you know, you you like the, the thing about celebrity is we make them out to be way better than normal people. It's like they really just normal people. Like we make them out to be way better than that. Kingdom Keys Nation, what up, fam? And so the whole point I'm making, man, is that we should be cautious about fame. I really think we should run from fame. There are other ways to be successful, other ways to grow in business and take advantage of partnerships and things. But if you find yourself in a position where you just happen to become famous or even sometimes infamous, there are times that there is nothing you can do about it. Uh, and it wasn't something you were chasing. Then you still need to be thinking of ways to keep the Lord first. I just see fame as something very dangerous and that I don't covet myself. And if I ever find myself in that position, I would be seeking the Lord about keeping me in my right mind because I think it's real easy to lose yourself when the whole world loves you. Also understand, you know, with fame, I've said this before, but people build you up to tear you down. That's another reason I don't chase fame because I've watched this cycle. I'll sit and watch this cycle of like when somebody on the come up and they on the rise, everybody love them. They're the greatest. I, I. And then when they get up there, it turns. It's something about human beings that's weird to me. We like to see people go on the rise to success and then we like to see them fall. There's like an evil in people where once somebody get the success that, that we champion, we clapped, we bought their music, we bought their clothes or whatever it was to help them get there. And then they get there and we start tearing them down and we start wanting to see them fall and we start wanting to see them fail. And that's one of the reasons for me personally, I just don't seek that level of validation from people. And if I'm ever tempted to, I try my best to pray my way out of that because it's like I never want to get caught up in needing you to like me in order for me to feel valuable. No, I want to feel valuable because I was fearfully and wonderfully made that, you know, I'm not better than everyone, but I'm unique. God made me with a purpose. He made me me for a reason. And it is him who gives me that validation through the purpose and call that he has on my life. I don't want to be in a position where I'm walking around seeking that from other people who may not even understand it because maybe they aren't following him. Maybe they don't have the vis vision or the word. And I'm reminded of a, a, a story in the Bible. I think it was in maybe a second Kings. Don't quote me on that. But there's a story in the Bible where uh, God commands this prophet and gives him directions about going to this town and come out this way. Don't go this way. Don't talk to nobody. Don't stop or whatever. And this prophet, he got in the town and there was another prophet that was able to convince him that he was hearing from God and that he should do what he was saying versus what God was saying. And then that that prophet, through his disobedience, ended up losing his life. And my purpose with all of that is like it's more important to be obedient. You know what I'm saying? To who God called you to be than to be chasing what people think or want you to be 
I'd rather just be who God called me to be and live with that and find peace and happiness and still have success and joy and purpose in my life, even if I'm not famous. And I want you to understand that the famous people in the world are not the only people that's valuable. You right now are valuable. If you're watching this, if you're hearing this, you have value. Even if you tried to do something and failed, you have value. Even if you, you know, are on your way and have doubts, you have value. Wherever you find yourself, um, you know, hearing or listening to this, don't allow the enemy to make you think that because you're not on TV or because your name isn't in lights or because you're not the number one chef in the world or whatever it may be that you do, that you then in turn don't have value. There's more to you than it is fame. And I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know why anybody would ever wanna be famous. If you enjoyed this show, please do subscribe to Inspire Guys People on YouTube. Check us out. We share short clips all the time. Um, outside of when I was just traveling and busy and we haven't shared none in a couple of weeks, but just follow at Inspire Guys People on YouTube. Also at Inspire Guys People, the podcast on Facebook, where I also post um, those encouraging and inspiring short clips and things like that. And look, Direction is more important than speed. I'm trying to turn this in the right direction. And over time, we are going to build something amazing. I want to live out the purpose of what this podcast is supposed to be and truly inspire God's people. If you like that, share it with somebody, tell somebody about it. And uh, man, Lakers play tonight, so I got to go. Lakers and six. Hey, hey, Lakers and six. What did he say?